0: Hello, my name's Ian Stroud. And my name is
1: David Malone. And this is Hyperland.
0: Good day to you, sir. How are you the, this fine day?
1: Uh, slightly chilly, but otherwise
0: just <laughs> fine, mate. Um, I've got a question for you, actually. There was something about Musk, uh, Elon Musk, buying... Or, or did he get a license or something? It's to do with the the podcast yeah. that we did about the out of this world banks.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of things actually. Yeah, um, okay. It was reported. I think it was Reuters said that Elon Musk or you know X, formerly known as Twitter, had been granted a money transmitter license from
0: Utah. Um, yes. I thought you were going to tell me that, that Reuters had said. David Malone, (laughs) it's not a crackpot coming up with these ideas.
1: (laughs) Well, they're just little bits. I mean, Elon Musk has um, been applying for for licenses to be a money transmitter, which basically means that he can get offer to to handle people's payments and allow um, users of X to move money, transfer money between them. Yeah. Uh, Making it a bit like PayPal sort of thing. Okay. Um, uh, and I think I think the license from Utah is sort of like the thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth state. So this is he's he's applying state by state. So uh-huh. um it shows that he's got a plan and he wants yeah. to do
0: this. So I, all the signs are pointing towards what you were talking about in the podcast about.
1: Well, certainly certainly he is looking to Make X into, I think at some point he said it was a bit like WeChat. You know, on WeChat, I think this is the Chinese equivalent. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You have
1: something like that. And uh, I think people refer to it, not that I'm on any of these things, I hasten to add, uh, an everything app. In other words, X would cease to be just what it had been Twitter and yeah. become something yeah. which you can do everything on. And of course, that's what Zuckerberg wanted to do. Uh, with Facebook, they're all looking at this. Can you make your platform into everything where you can do your online shopping, you can move money around, you can chat to your friends, the whole thing.
0: But, and the, then, but the thing with the, the Chinese one, did you not, I, I think you used to have to go to like a, an ATM, a cash point machine, and you'd, you'd put cash on it or you'd top it up.
1: I don't know about that, mate. I, think, yeah, well, I thought it was. Could well be. Uh, I mean, with someone like PayPal, you just link... A bank account to your PayPal account, there's, yeah. there's obviously security between the two. And I think I'm right in thinking that, of all of the non-banking financial apps, I think PayPal has never been hacked. Right. Someone will be correcting me about that, but I mean, it's 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 pretty secure. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a business model that works. And then there was this other thing that came up where. It was being reported. I think it was Forbes said um, Elon Musk's plan to replace banks and PayPal, and there was there was a lot of writing in, amongst enthusiasts of cryptocurrencies suddenly saying, "Oh, well, if this happens, this yeah. will lead to um, you know another speculative boom in um, Bitcoin and Hot the chain. rest of the- yeah yeah." Um, but I think it is interesting that that the signs are that he's definitely thinking of doing this and of course that is tied up to his satellite system Mm -hmm. just one other thing i wanted to add on because in the weeks since we did that we recorded the the original one about the banks um and then this these few bits and pieces were in the press i was thinking more about it and of course i don't know why i didn't say it at the time except that i hadn't thought of it but it's obvious now that the the weird link that I was making between making a bank or it might be a bank or it might be a non-bank financial institution.
0: Yes. Um, I think you yes, you refer to it as a non-banking institution. Well and I
1: the, yeah, I mean and it's weird because in some ways it would be a bank. Yeah. And he could incorporate it as a bank. Yeah. But if you could offer what he wanted to offer without it actually being a bank if you could say it's a non-banking financial institution yeah then
0: you get around you, regulations and it, things it
1: falls outside of all of the the regulations that've yeah. been put in place and i'm not suggesting that's a good thing i'm imagining that i'm elon musk or someone like him thinking what would i want to do
0: yeah
1: uh, so i think there's it's not a given that he'd say that it would be incorporated as a an actual bank it could be but yeah. it could be non-bank as well. And then the other thing I was thinking is this connection between a bank and the asteroid mining, the, there's a good synergy between the two projects. And, you know, in the first one, I was saying it is a bit weird when the whole business of asteroid mining seems science fiction to some people, but uh-huh. to link asteroid mining and banking also seems odd. But what I was saying in the first one is that if you put up a bank, then the bank can issue bonds. And if those bonds are based on we're going to have this enormously valuable asset.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And as we said at the time, the fact that it would take a while, you know, even a couple of decades.
0: that's right. I I talked about my brother and and he was looking at a company in Australia and I can't remember the exact – I mean, it was over five years from – I think you've been able to invest in it before they even started building the mine. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's a exactly. huge timescales in these things.
1: Yes, exactly. So so the fact that it would take a long time, the asteroid mining would have a long timeline doesn't really make it that unusual. Plus but, the fact that lots of banks issue bonds that have 50 years plus yeah, yeah, um, yeah. before their maturity.
0: Can I ask, a, a, just jump in there? Yeah. Rather, I mean, you know, I was thinking about it again after we recorded. it, I sort of thought, I mean, is it just a case of could deal must just set up a company and people buy shares and and, and invest in it in that way? Is that not what would be the difference between that and and your bonds? Well,
1: um, well, there are lots of differences. Um, we talking if about regulatory. If you it. issue shares, then yeah. those shareholders have a legal. A voice in right. the running of things yeah, and, he and be. it becomes the value of it will, will float on the stock market yeah, and yeah. so he loses control and yeah. my vision of him is he likes to be in control um, he also rightly or wrongly thinks he's probably cleverer than most other people so he's going <laughs> to think I'll be in control of this thank you very much yeah um, people are more likely to back a big project like that via bonds than shares because yeah. In a liquidation, if if a bank if a, if something goes um, bankrupt, yeah. bondholders get um, far superior um, in terms of where they stand in the queue of people trying to get their assets back. Bondholders um, come quite near the front, whereas yeah. people who bought stocks and shares are right at the back. Yeah, yeah. So, no one's going to say, "Oh, I'll invest hundred million in stocks and shares." Why wouldn't they just invest a hundred million as a bondholder? And then if something goes wrong, you're right at the front of the queue for getting your assets back. Yeah. yeah. Um but the thing I was gonna add is the other really interesting tie-up between the two is if if he creates this bank, and if as I I think he will at least consider, as I said, incorporating it in space, yeah. and if he does that, make it essentially another sovereign, like a nation but without an actual physical com- country. Yeah. meaning that his relationship to other he, he would be as an equal with other nations rather than a company within a nation. So it's a very yeah. it makes it a very different prospect. He doesn't have to do that but I could see major advantages. But the other thing is this by connecting it to the asteroid. Yeah. You would be then despite the fact that your bank's currency is essentially a cryptocurrency, probably, yeah. Yeah. or even if it's not a cryptocurrency, which I think it could well be, um, it's still electronic and therefore would appear to be what they call a fiat currency, like all the other currencies. In other words, that you can just make as much, you can print as many of them as you want, and their value is not tied to anything. There's no gold standard anymore. So all currencies are just based on what someone will pay for it. And their their, their value relative to other currencies fluctuates on um, on an exchange rate
0: i think they say um let it what is it let it be done or it shall be is that the, the latin <laughs> of the, I,
1: I don't know i don't know you know more about that than i do
0: no no it was, it's it's just it's one of those weird things you sort of when you first mentioned it a while back i was thinking what is the car company getting into <laughs> <laughs> no. that's where i was going with it but no right. no yeah you're right so a fear, a fear. um monetary system is one that is made up by the the government
1: yeah and so and since the financial crisis everyone's become increasingly worried about this because it's been clear to people how unstable fiat currencies are so for all the gold bugs the people who love gold are saying you know this is why you shouldn't have your assets in these fiat currencies because they can be worth you know a million one day and fourpence the next yeah and they they you know would would advocate sticking with gold because well there it is it's solid and it's not it's not just zeros yeah. and ones,
0: and and also well the, the other thing is you just can't keep printing and printing and printing it. W-
1: well, exactly a fiat, a fiat currency. You just you want another trillion fine? We'll just switch the <laughs> printer on again. <laughs> um, I wish I had one and, at and, home. <laughs> well, exactly. We'd all like one of those printers. Um, but in his new currency would appear to be one of those. Yeah. But if he's tied it to issuing bonds and tying it closely to an enterprise that says we're going to mine an asteroid, they don't have to be the same business, but the bank has to be issuing bonds and somewhere in the prospectus, you're mentioning this mining enterprise. Yeah. Then interestingly, you're... Currency or Elon Musk's new currency in his new bank would actually, in a world of fiat currencies, not be a fiat currency. His would be backed by precious metal, namely a
0: whacking great right, big asteroid. Right. asteroid. So it's a physical commodity. Yeah, so isn't yeah. that isn't that it's it's just a weird tie-up. It's that, kind of that, like that, I mean, that's it's taken us back to what the nineteen thirties, was it around that time that the the sort of Fiat currencies started coming in, or there was certainly uh, no, legislation? came
1: in really when Nixon, I think it was, dumped yeah. the um, the gold standard unilaterally without even telling anyone in the, <laughs> was it 73, something like that? Right. It was all tied up with the oil shock. Yeah. Um, and that's really when, well, that was the end of the gold standard. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I just think it's very interesting that if you tie these two things together, the yeah. bank and the mining industry, and you tie them together via the bonds. And why would you invest in the bonds? Well, apart from the fact that if you got people like Musk and Bezos um, yeah. to put their big chunk of cash in, and if it, if I'm right and it's, a, it's a, a zero tax environment, then the other thing that will happen is that places like Luxembourg and Ireland – could be in major trouble because why should Apple leave its money in Ireland when it can put it in Musk's off-world bank at zero yeah, zero yeah. percent tax? So I think it could have major com- complications for those low-tax havens. They might find themselves suddenly yesterday's news. Yeet. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly for somewhere like Ireland, because I read a headline not so long ago saying Ireland's one of the, the wealthiest places, <laughs> the highest wealth per, you know, capita, And it's it, just a function of the way they calculate it. You know, in one year, I think, their GDP went up something like 14%. Yeah. That's just impossible. But it I've, had nothing to do with the real economy. It was just that financial institutions. Yeah. Dumped there, when corporations dumped their their cash holdings there. So countries like Ireland, if Elon Musk did do what I am suggesting, I think there'd be massive catastrophic fallout for countries like Ireland. And well, as I say, I've, I find it really interesting that he he could advertise it as a currency that isn't fiat that is backed. Yeah, yeah, by metal which Why? just makes it that much more attractive because your bonds are saying yeah we'll pay you the coupon and yes if we have all of these major corporations and wealthy individuals who are going to park the money in the bank
0: yeah
1: and then the the bank can do what banks do and make some investments It would be successful just on those terms but if you're also saying and you can trust these 50-year duration bonds because at some point during that 50 years our asteroid and the technology to mine it smelt it separate out the minerals will all be real and will be here then it's a metal-backed currency in a world of fiat currencies it makes it even more attractive
0: it's it's so weird. So I
1: just thought it was worth mentioning that that extra thing, which just occurred to me after we'd finished talking.
0: Yeah, no, but it's it, it's weird because I think after we did the first one, it was you were were sort of reflecting on the fact that these people are looking forward, and why don't we? Yeah. and and then you sort of look forward and you go, well, any any of the trillionaires to become. Any of them having so much power and leverage over our governments Mm. is a bad thing. But a few weeks ago, a businessman in Scotland, Tom Farmer, I think he was saying their tax system in Scotland's different. I think they've got six layers of Mm -hmm. tax. And he had been complaining. But I'm sure at the time he said... Yeah, look what they're doing in Ireland. I just thought, really? It's a big wake-up call, not just for kind of this might happen, but actually what, what what are the governments doing to plan against something like this? Or for well, or I don't know like that this. any
1: of the banks have. I mean, any of the governments have thought about it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I say that sitting here in my, you know, my study in
0: Scarborough. <laughs> and you're smoking exactly, as, as if I know. But
1: I mean, I did when we were making the AI film. I did talk to the fellow who was sort of the point person for British politics yeah. uh, to advise and uh, protect Britain about AI. Yeah he was introduced he was put up as kind of ah oh, this is our this is our the <laughs> government's man nice enough yeah but really um without wishing to be i know the, where you're
0: going did you remember a character in a comedy was he called nice but dim
1: <sighs> that's a little bit oh is that is that too too, too rude <laughs> but essentially in comparison with what i heard in the interviews from the ai people this fellow had no idea and I just remember thinking at the time you're a nice man
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you're just you're a man with um you know a cap gun yes facing an army who've got fully automatic rifles yeah. you just you're just completely out of your depth um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, and I think the same is true i mean it's it's obviously true when it comes to international finance that the regulators are just a joke
0: yeah
1: yeah um they, they seem. I mean, I'm sure there are a couple of good regulators, but most of the ones I became aware of during all of those years, yeah. they fell into two camps: the well-meaning but utterly outclassed, and the corrupt. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I really didn't meet anybody else.
0: Um, well, it it was, I, the, it was the same when um, Sunak sort of called the called that. All the AI experts, and it was kind of like, oh, Britain. I mean, I don't want to trash where we are. We are quite progressive in AI technologies, but we're nowhere near leading it. I mean, China and the States are streets ahead. Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean,
1: like Deep Deep Mind Mm -hmm. was created in London, or at least in the UK, um, not in America. Yeah, okay. Um, so, you know, there are some very clever people. I've met a few of them. But it's in terms of how this stuff is going to get used. And when it comes to the world of finance and banking um, and cryptocurrencies, yeah. I don't think our regulators are anywhere. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just think they're not regulating anything. So I think I, I'm not sure that countries are thinking ahead but, you know, it's worth, it's worth, just as a last thing, it's worth remembering that people like Musk, I think, Bezos, I can't remember now, but there's a thing called long-termism. Yeah. Um, one of those ridiculous isms. But basically, it's this sort of ideology that you you should think ahead and you should think in the long term. And you, you know, if you really want to be successful, you, you've got to have a very long-term vision. And that long-term vision gives you a very different view about what are the existential crises we've we faced and what should we do about them. yeah, and those two and a couple of others who I had more dealings with, um they all sort of adhere to this. Yeah. so it doesn't seem unlikely to me that that they would think in these terms which fall outside of what people normally think of. I mean, you could think, well, maybe I should invest in a bank. Or you could think, maybe I'll just invent a new one and I'll site it on a, a satellite and I mean, why not? Yeah. yeah What's was... to stop them? What's to stop them? Oh, there is uh, yeah, there's nothing to stop them. Why should they just um adhere to the norms that we're used to? I don't well, that's not how people
0: yeah,
1: I mean, like th- them have made their money. They haven't done it by just sort of going along with what people have done before they've all thought in terms of oh we'll do something new so
0: yeah
1: i don't see why they wouldn't in this case and all the signs are there that's what got me interested in it is all of the the signs about currencies that are no longer controlled by nation states well that's what cryptocurrencies are yeah um there are financial institutions which fall outside of virtually all the regulations that have been put in place nationally or even internationally. Yeah. That's what non-banking is about. The growth in that sector is completely, utterly out of control.
0: Yeah,
1: regulators have no tools with which to get it back under control. That's clear. You, I mean, I just read the the Irish financial regulators' um, <laughs> position paper on. Uh, The non banking financial sector and the short version of it, it's about 40 pages long, but the short version is basically, help! (laughs) (laughs) That would be the executive summary.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know where to go with this. It's, it's, I think. No, I don't either, mate. I don't either. It's just, it's
1: it's a weird lot of stuff all pointing in the same direction.
0: It is, and and I mean a lot of a lot of people. I mean, if you take Elon Musk, a lot of he, he splits opinion about him. So there's certainly a lot of people who think you know that the sort of non-regulated blockchain crypto is the way forward, and we don't hmm. want the government over. And I and I get that, but who who used to run Microsoft, Gates? In terms of our society is set up in a way that Gates. Musk, all these people are you think that in the end they they deserve reward for their way of thinking and the work they put in it it's not as if it's just landed in the lap but at the same time we're in a society where people can get obscenely rich and then with gates he goes out and yes he gives some of the 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 money back I mentioned it to you, actually. Why is he given this opportunity of of playing God instead of saying, well, I'm going to help these people over here? Why should it be him? And your point was, well, he's probably better than the government in terms of looking after people.
1: Well, yes and no. I mean, I I, I don't like a situation where a very small number of people have powers equal to... um, a medium-sized sovereign state yeah um i don't like that no i, I don't like I, that I, th- I think it's very dangerous and I, I i i don't think it leads to uh a world you know it, it, we're all worried by a political dictator yeah you know put put the two words dictator and political together and everyone automatically goes ooh yeah, yeah, yeah. financial dictator hmm they're just a rich person, right? Well, I don't think so. I think you can have... Someone can be a dictator through political power. Someone can be a dictator through financial power. And anyway, financial power rapidly translates into political power anyway. Yeah. So a small coterie of unelected yes, financial no, I, dictators doesn't, me. doesn't fill me with thinking, oh, this is going to be great. No, I don't. It's, it's, it's just they're here at a moment when so much of the machinery of... Um, change isn't it of national and supranational governments has become so corrupt yeah and yeah arthritic yeah. that you know you say it it would be tempting for people to say well at least he gets things done and he's not so corrupt as washington dc no he's not as corrupt in the same way that washington <laughs> dc is but probably has as narrow a v- vision of well let's be Let's have me on top and everyone else come a distant second. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like that either. I'm not advocating this. I just think I see all these things happening, and they all seem to point in the one direction. And you put them together in a way which the bank, the asteroid mining, the bonds, the, the, the metal-backed currency, it all fits together in a way that yeah. it becomes financially viable almost from day one. In yeah. other words, you get past the well, how would that ever get off the ground financially? I think, unless I've just missed something completely, what I've sketched out answers that question. Yeah. And and not only is it financially viable from day one, but be attracted to investors from day one. So it could happen. Yeah. And I I don't know if this is what's going on. I never have any inside information. But um if I were Musk, I would be looking at it, and uh, and Elon, if you're listening, mate, um, I can tell you how to do it. Give us a ring, mate. Um,
0: I've got it worked out, and uh, I can uh, I can show you how to do this. And I ask another question, <laughs> just just uh, to to sure. keep keep you on for another two two minutes. Why is nobody else talking about this?
1: Well, I mean, there's only two answers to that. Answer one: the most likely. I've missed something critical, and this is a whole load of hogwash. Yeah. The other one is that Elon Musk and a small number of people are thinking about it. But why would they? Why would they make a fuss
0: about it? Why would they let anybody else know? But you're I not mean, a full-time I... journalist at the New York Times or at the Financial oh, I see. Times why they...
1: well, or Bloomberg okay. or yeah, I. I don't I don't think they have thought of it. Um, if they had, surely uh, you're right, they would have written about it. So either they've thought about it and realized that it's not true and just, you know, I haven't caught up with them. <laughs> but also the news cycle, okay, yeah. what we're talking about is still hypothetical. And the news cycle doesn't really... I mean, I learned about this in the BBC. The news cycle really doesn't deal
0: with hypotheticals. No, you've got to that's prove right. it and prove it and doubly they, prove
1: they it. They wait until it's happening, yeah. and then they talk
0: about it. No, they wait until it's happened. <laughs> no, yeah. so, I mean, a, a, know, like a scoop
1: <laughs> is to to tell someone about something that has happened as soon after it has happened as is yeah. human possible. But to talk about it before it's happened, that's not what news... Ease. and unfortunately the, the the news mentality has triumphed over everything else. Because there was a time when other things in, in the media mm-hmm. did look ahead, but yeah. that's just fallen out of fashion. And I don't know why. Shame.
0: All right. Well, on that note, falling out of yeah, fashion. <laughs> um,
1: I'll let you know if Elon gets in contact.
0: And in the meantime. If you're listening and have enjoyed this, subscribe or like the podcast.
1: Yeah, and if you want to leave a
0: comment on Substack, that would be great. Cheers for David. Thanks. Yeah, mate.